The Business Buzz Podcast. The Business Buzz with Mob Justice and Onke. The time has just gone by to 6 p.m. on this Thursday. It is the 30th of November 2017, which means it's the last day of November. It's our last show of the year. It's our last brand new heavy for the year. It's a lot of lasts, but basically, you know, the business bus is in the building. We are broadcasting live from our studios right here in Bramfontein, and I'm joined in the studio uh, by my co-host and co-partner, my partner in crime, um, the studio the, stu- the studio person, everything. <laughs> You know, Onke Menzeseremo, and I am Rio Mob Justice Covers. This is the Business Buzz. We're going to be taking you until 7 p.m. This is the one show, uh, one-stop shop, and our goal for the year has always been to make sure that we alert you to how the world of business and economics affects you, your pocket, and your wallet. Yes. How are you, Onke? I'm great, thanks, Mudiwa. How are you? I'm all right. How do you feel about the year coming to an end? Um, it was so quick. I feel like even though we have over 35 shows, yep. I feel like we did only five. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, I can't believe tomorrow is the 1st of December. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, actually quite, it's actually quite funny because it means, because I think we officially started in the first week of March, yes. if I remember correctly. And mm. now we're literally about to start the first week of December. Mm. You know, so basically, I think how long would we say nine months, eight months? Because it's mm. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Yeah, nine months mm. uh, that we've been at this. It's it's been a good year. It's been a great year. Mm. Yeah. Highlights. Highlights of the show. Yeah. Uh, brand new heavies, of course, because you always have people coming in studio. Yeah. And there was one time we had a sixty-second corporate cell in studio. Yeah. That was also the best because. 60 seconds is like a challenge you know usually five minutes six minutes but they respected us enough to come to studio and you know do their thing so people who put in the effort especially with the interviews you know all the pr companies that helped us connect with the companies and everyone else you know they make the business buzz the best show ever so uh best show of the year for you Ah, i have a couple of best shows (laughs) they are the ones where we tackled the latest events or the latest developments mm. um the social grants we managed to get interviews there it was the hot topic of the moment we managed to get very good interviews at the time we did the junk status because yeah. i remember we changed our topic like wednesday because of the announcements and we had to be relevant as a business show and do everything also private sector corruption so all the shows we did current latest news and events were the best for me because yeah. they, they kept us on our toes too you understand I'm trying to, for me, I think the best show, if I can just uh, just throw one into into the mix, mm-hmm. must have been the Slashers episode. Ah, oh, Yeah, yes. only because it was motivating to see the different things that young people are yes, doing out there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most interesting topic? Most interesting topic, the business of funerals. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness I wasn't there for that one Exactly And you weren't there I did a show alone About funerals (laughs) And I had to go home In the evening Mm. Alone Mm. Like (laughs) It was the spookiest show ever Mm. So yeah Now for me I'd say uh, The most interesting topic Was definitely Cassinomics Oh yes Yes yes. Because of uh, The content And all of that Mm. stuff I 
thoroughly enjoyed talking to Gigi Alcock, mm. hearing about the township economy and how mm. people are making money from such simple things. So for me, that was that most interesting guest or slash interview. Most interesting guest or interview. Mm. For me, it was Octavius Pukub, yeah? <laughs> who was a mentor, the Lazy Makotis mentor, yeah. during her brand new heavy show. Like, he was he was very energetic yeah. and and motivating in a way. As, so we could understand that when people say that behind every successful man or woman is a team of people who are pushing them. So Octavius is one of those people. And judging by his tweets at the moment, you know, and what he does and everything else, he's a really, really inspiring person. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. I'd say for me, it wasn't even an interview that I did. It was an interview that was done by our executive producer, Elna Schutz. Mm. And it's when they did the business, it's when we did business disruption. Yes. And we got to hear from the guys at Showmax. Oh. And it was, that was a very interesting interview for me, just mm. hearing how Showmax is trying to um, take take on Netflix mm. and at the mm. same time they are owned by the same company as DSTV mm. I don't know just as a media practitioner just hear yeah, how people are disrupting the media industry yeah. and that stuff is very for me I, I found that quite quite entertaining brand yeah. new heavies oh no the other oh, sorry, most yeah. interesting guest or interview was when we interviewed Miss South Africa former Miss mm. South Africa mm. Tatum mm. Keshua mm. Mm. so nice mm. I was finding out mm. yeah did you die <laughs> Almost, but I managed to compose myself and finish the rest of the interview because he didn't want to help me. I had to do all the questions. Yeah. So I had to hold my breath mm. and talk to my, like, idol. <laughs> I think for me, uh, brand new, he- I'm now shifting to brand new yes. heavies. Brand new heavies, all, all of them, all of them for, for me were a highlight. Uh, Skinny Subu, The Lazy Makoti, uh, Gugu, Candice Thurston, Busi, um, and then now we have um, Nadav for for today. All of them very inspiring. I can definitely say that Skinny Subu, I loved his attitude. He's very confident, yes. you know. I loved the Lazy Makoti story, the fact that she was able to quit her job. Mm. Gugu's energy. Mm. You know, in studio, very, you can tell she's a visionary. Yes. You know, and then if I can also then go back to uh, Miss Gumede uh, from uh, Busi. Yes. Right. Uh, I liked her. She also had that energy mm. and the fact that she started media very young. Yes. You know, that, that, that really did inspire me. And then Candace Thurston, once again, her energy is on another level. And the fact that she went and uh, was able to grow her business to the extent that she did in such a oh. short space of time yes. and then you'll hear I'm very interested to hear what uh, what Nadav has to say oh, for today yeah, but I'm definitely looking forward to it mm. yeah great stuff so my brand new heavy I have to be biased and say it was Boosie <laughs> like I, I almost I almost went for Candice but yeah. I have to say it was Boosie because she was one of the people that was there for me when I started out in this whole radio thing yeah. you understand I had to sit in studio watch her read the news when she was still doing um, the breakfast news at YFM watch her you know write a story teach me how to write a story and things like that so yeah I'm 
very subjective there but yeah it's okay. a good one <laughs> so yes that's it it's our last show uh, but otherwise apart from that we're going to be having our business wrap just on the other side of this with Ken Swetanam and then we have our 60 second corporate sell with the people from Rand Mutual Assurance who are going to be telling us about opportunities at their business mm. definitely make sure you keep it locked this is the business buzz we're here until 7pm business wrap with Ken Swetanam This is the business buzz right here on VAWFM 88.01. And it's time for us to give you the business wrap. That's the part of the show where we highlight uh, the trending business and economics news. And on the line, we're joined by our financial expert, Ken Swettenham, to give us a roundup of the week's business news. How are you, Ken? I'm very well today, and yourself? I'm fine, thank you. It's been a very interesting week in terms of the business news. Um, I think uh, the junk status mania took us by storm earlier in the year, but it seems that we are back in terms of the ratings. What's going on with that? Well, you're, you're quite right. Without a doubt, the biggest economic news in the past few days has been the downgrading of South Africa as a country, again by uh, Standard & Poor's, S&P, um, which takes us now below into junk status, effectively, by two of the three rating agencies. Both Fitch and Standard & Poor's now have us in junk status, with Moody's holding off. Um, and so the only thing that's keeping us alive, in inverted commas, is that Moody's still has us one point above junk status. And they've said that they, are, they have adopted a wait-and-see attitude to see what comes out of the ANC elective conference, which is coming up in a couple of weeks' time, of course, and also what will come out of our budget at the end of February. And if they don't see positive signs out of both of those um, uh, issues, uh, the conference and budget, then I'm afraid probably in about March year they will downgrade us again. And that, is, in my opinion, has quite serious implications for the country once we're downgraded by all three ratings agencies. Yeah. Ken, it seems that a lot of these downgrades are because of political reasons. To what extent is this really an important factor? Because our listeners might be thinking that it's a rating on the country's economy, but yet a lot of the ratings seem to be centered around political uncertainty. So could you please just give us uh, what the relationship is between the two? Oh, absolutely. You, you've got to keep in mind that the economy of the country and, and the political situation of the country go very much hand in hand. We only have to look slightly north of our borders to see what has happened to the economy of Zimbabwe over the last uh, decade and a half under the rule of Robert Mugabe. And uh, he's made, in inverted commas, political decisions which have absolutely wrecked that country's economy. So what happens in, in the politics in the country, in other words, the management of the country, certainly reflects on what is happening economically in the country. And it's up to the government, our government, to, uh, to have a financial policy which, which benefits everybody. We have extremely high unemployment in South Africa. That's, that's no secret. Um, government is not collecting uh, tax. They're going to undercollect to the tune of about 50 billion rand in tax. That money has to be borrowed. It puts the country as itself into debt. It looks like we might get more raises in taxes in February. And, and this is, in my opinion, just very poor management by, by our ruling party in, in government at the moment, which is slowly but surely affecting our economy. And what will happen in, in the event of, of a, a third downgrade is that we will be removed from the World Bond Index, which will result in, it's difficult to say the exact amount, nobody knows for sure, but probably somewhere between 100 billion and 120 billion worth of currency leaving our country out of, out of local bonds. 
and that will cause things like the the, the, the rent to weaken against the major currencies. It will that will push up inflation because fuel prices and various imported goods will go up. It will it, and over the longer term, just make it very much more expensive for the average consumer out there. So it's and of course to borrow money as a country, um, just like an individual, you have to prove your credit credit worthiness at the bank to borrow some money. We have to prove our worthiness as a country to borrow money. And being in junk status means we're not very good. Uh, we're not very good from a creditworthy point of view, and we'll pay a lot more for our debt. So overall, it's it's very poor for the country, and it will take South Africa many many years to probably get out of junk status. But once we once that is is thrown around our necks, so. um, perhaps on the last point. Um, it seems that Moody's also downgraded ESCOM as an entity. And you've just outlined uh, some of the reasons why uh, a junk status rating on the country could have negative implications for the country as a whole. But for an entity like ESCOM as a corporate, as a, as a state-owned enterprise and all of that, who's actually taking that rating into account? Does that... Um, affect investor sentiment in any way because it is a private company so who's actually listening to moody's when they downgrade a corporate entity well well certainly those of us in south africa should be listening to it yes you're, you're quite right Moody's downgraded escom on wednesday um citing the state's utilities liquidity woes and, and poor governance again in their management as reasons for the decision and again, from an ESCOM point of view, it's been no secret that ESCOM has borrowed money to upgrade its power stations to keep its coal supplies going. And this is going to cost ESCOM more. The, the people who loan ESCOM money, and, and the bond market is certainly one of those, are going to look at ESCOM as a much higher risk when, when loaning money to it. And it's going to cost ESCOM more to borrow money in interest. And guess what? That will almost certainly be passed on to us in, in electricity price increases over the next two or three years. And to top it all, uh, uh, Moody's has even still placed ESCOM on the review for further downgrades. So I don't think ESCOM's woes in that regard are, are anywhere near finished, and, and I expect them to be downgraded even further um, during the course of the new year. So and it's not only ESCOM. It's just out of interest. Most large corporates are, are rated. This is a big uh, insurance companies, the financial services providers, the banks, the state-owned enterprises. They're all on, on these ratings. And the whole idea is to give both investors in those companies and people who loan those companies money an idea of how stable that company company is. And unfortunately, ESCOM, and it's been very well documented in the media, has been very unstable over the last few years. There's been lots of management changes. There's been lots of questions regarding corruption and some of the deals they've been involved in. And that is basically why, uh, from, a, 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 from a ratings agency point of view, they're, they're in a very poor state of affairs at the moment. Thank you so much, Ken. We'll continue monitoring this situation. Oh, yes, absolutely. This, this is going to be an ongoing story as, as we go into the new year. We, we've all got to watch what comes out of the ANC elective conference. They are still our ruling party. Um, what comes out of that it will affect all of us. And, of course, the, the, the big thing will be at the end of February next year 
when Minister Gagabe presents his first full budget, what comes out of that will be critical for South Africa going forward, in my opinion. So that's it in terms of our business wrap. That was us on the line with Ken Switchenham, who is our financial expert, giving us a roundup of the week's business and economics news. The big thing at the moment is uh, the credit downgradings coming through from Moody's, and we seem to be one point just above junk status together with ESCOM. We'll continue monitoring the situation and hope that we can recover as a country in the coming years and months. On the other side of this, we get into our 60-second corporate cell.